Hey everyone, it's Katie here. Lisa and I are currently quarantined in two different cities in California, but we recorded this episode a couple of weeks ago and we hope it gets you through a little bit of the boredom of the quarantine that we're all feeling right now. I know for me personally, my nephew stayed home all weekend with me, of course. He's three and a half and he took my temperature this morning, made sure I was okay. And everybody, you will be glad to hear that my temperature is 14. So I think I'm doing all right. We got a 14 temperature. All right, before we get into this, please, please, please subscribe to Out to Adult wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're on iTunes, please drop us a rating and a review. It will definitely help us get to more people. We want as many people to find our episodes as possible. Just spread the love, right? I'm really touched by the amount of support that we've already gotten so far. It's pretty cool. Friends from 10 years ago have been reaching out to me, texting me. They've started finding out about the stories I've been telling, but I think it's pretty awesome and they like it. So I'm going to keep it going. Please keep sharing. We cannot do this without you. Share us with your gay friends, with your trans friends, with your mom, your uncles. Let your group chat know. Let your Facebook group know about us. Your mommy friends, your daddy friends, your co-workers. Heck, let your dog and your cat know too. They can subscribe. They can follow us. Follow us at Adult Out on Instagram. And we still want to hear your questions and your ideas for future episodes. We've gotten a few emails from the West Coast so far, but I'd love to hear from the rest of you across the country and around the globe. Email us at outtoadult at gmail.com, and we are going to keep coming out with content despite this virus holding us back. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take it easy and enjoy the show. That was good. Yeah, we should start a musical band, probably. Let's do, oh, like Garage Band. <laughs> Stomp the musical. Yeah, you did that when you were a kid, right? Or last week. Or <laughs> last week, yeah, yeah. It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shout Is that time clicking away? Yep. Okay. Took us two minutes and 20 seconds to open the champagne and make mimosas. No big deal, guys. Now, let's talk about something less depressing, like the fact that my life is forever changed. You want to talk about that? Okay. Hey, you guys, let's talk about how Lisa's life is now forever changed for the better. Got to be honest with you. I, uh, I have massive back issues, right? I mean, there was a time a couple years ago where I threw out my back and I literally could not move off my bedroom floor for four full days and nights. Can't even make this up. So let's just say I, I would got to a whole nother level of a relationship with my roommates because, yes, I still had to pee. Um, so, <laughs> you know, and I, you know, it was, it was great. I, I was on every painkiller in the world, you know, high as a kite, but still just frustrated as hell with like, and, and of course, after something like that happens, that's all you think. You have like PTSD, right? Like anytime I take a step or make a movement, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to blow my back out. And you're a young, virile young woman. You cannot be stuck on the floor for any length of time. I know. I know. Unless it's of your own choosing. That could be fun. Yeah. That would have been fun for four days if I had someone fun with me. But no, it wouldn't because I couldn't even do anything. I mean, just like stuck on the floor, like not in pain. Right. Got it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Um, the back pain. Lisa can't move. So I'm down for the count. Anyways, a few times each year, something similar would happen, some some worse than others. In fact, Katie, did you know that the number one reason people miss work in America is because of back pain? 
No. Did you know that the number one cause of dying in an office building is stepping into an elevator that isn't there? Is that real? It's <laughs> <laughs> because the door's open and people just walk in, even if they're dull. Wow, they're probably texting because they're not present. I guarantee that's... Oh, guaranteed. See our podcast about being present yeah. for that. But anyways, I mean, it's real, right? And you see them trying to come up with all these ergonomic desks that go, that stand. And I mean, the bottom line is, y'all, we're just like not healthy at all. Anyways, I we digress. So I have spent countless dollars, countless, because you can't many, put a price on health. Many, many dollars. Right. Like, Katie, what's to the left of me right here? It's a massage chair, everyone. <laughs> like, stop it. We're not even lying. I'll check our Instagram right now for <laughs> this is the massage chair that we're talking about. And that's Lisa giving your peace sign. That's an Amazon, what, six, eight, twelve hundred $1,200 massage chair with a remote control um, don't put your arms in there. It'll try and dislocate your elbows. But other than <laughs> yeah. that, this thing works miracles. And when people come over to Lisa's house, we fight over the massage chair. Right. Did we ever get that waiver finalized so I don't get sued by some Cracker Jack clown? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because okay. that homeless guy has stopped coming. Yeah, right. Okay, Bob. Yeah. Okay. So so anyway, I, like massage chair. I've been to multiple chiropractors. I had a personal trainer for a while. Physical therapist. Regular doctors, I have a masseuse that comes to me every two weeks. Not bougie, presentative. Including, she will be here in three hours for both of us. But don't worry, you guys. We're smart about it. We get a discount. We're not paying any extra for this home service. We're yeah. just working it out in our favor. Yeah, because he wants to drive home after a massage. Done. Anyways, I had hit that point where I'd basically given up. Like, okay, this is just my body. This is my life. I'm going to have to deal with it. And it made me be very, like, defensive. Like I was saying, you kind of just cater to this best. So I was walking differently. I, you know, kickball and some other active things that I love to do. I mean, I was barely playing. So I just accepted it, you know? And then, insert my friend from work, Jordan, who... Yay, Jordan! Yeah, who invited me to Arizona for the holidays spontaneously decided to go with her because I'm going to see my family at different points in time. I didn't want anyone to get sad for me that I had nothing else to do for the holidays. You see them all the time. Yeah, Yeah, right, right. Yeah, normal family life. We're good You're going to see them next month. (laughs) So anyways, I decided to go with her and her family. Now, she has been talking about, let's call him a spiritual healer for years now. She was a D1 swimmer, has been through some of her own body stuff. And uh, I thought it was a bunch of crap. Got to be honest with you. I was skeptical, just... Wasn't trying to be open-minded to it, which I think is an issue, folks, and we'll we'll get into that later. So uh, anyways, I get to Arizona. I'm talking to every member of her family, including her 94-year-old grandma, who was sharp as a tack and told some of the funniest stories of all time, which, Katie, involved a milkman that would, think about oh this. Oh, my god! Think about this. Would come to your house, in your house, put the milk in the fridge, whether you were there or not. Like, hello, 19... Would just help himself into the house? Yeah, that was a thing. What? No wonder we had so many serial killers back then. Nobody even fucking knew. But things were safer. Like, the point is, things actually were safer then. You know, little... Like, a small town all knew each other, and, like, if someone did something, they'd all just mob scene kill his ass. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, there was... What's the civil justice, or what's that called when you take it into your own hand? Civil disobedience? A citizen's arrest? arrest? Citizen's arrest. Citizen's arrest. Not... Anyways... We are not referring to a lynch mob. Correct. Uh, was she in Phoenix her whole life, this grandma? Uh, no, it sounds like she moved around a little bit. She was married three times. Very interesting woman. I feel like we could do a whole podcast on her. In 94 years, I'd feel like you'd need to be married three times. That's Well, that's, that's true, too. That's three husbands worth of 
no, that's a no, yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot. that's true. But amazing one. But anyway, she ranted and raved about him. Everyone's going on and on about this guy. So I just said, all right, the heck with it. Because again, I'm the type of person I will try everything once within reason. There's an asterisk. There. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the asterisk in a special episode for our Patreon yeah. donors. Like heroin, strong no. Strong no. Right. Yeah. Climbing 300 miles, scaling a mountain. Mm. Strong no. Swimming with sharks. <sighs> I'd like to think I could say yes to that, but probably no. Sure. Anyways, you know, uh, but like within reason, right? White collar crime. Hard yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just yeah. be smart enough to get away with it. That's right. Yeah. If anyone has any ideas, please send them to out to adult <laughs> and we'll consider them. <laughs> what? So here I am, I get up in the morning and I'm skeptical, but kind of feeling like excited to go to this guy. So Jordan's driving, we get there, pull up, it's this neighborhood, right? So I'm thinking in my head like, oh, this, you know, this isn't real, it doesn't look like a real business on the outside, whatever. We get there, I swear to you, I walk into this, you know, this small place that was kind of pulled together and I felt like this energy and this sense of calm it's like a feeling I couldn't really explain, you know, but I'm still skeptical. So Jordan goes first and I I hear her, you know, around the corner in this room, kind of breathing heavy of where like you're in pain, like it hurts so good. And I'm thinking, huh, I think this could be interesting. They might have left some things out and whatever. So he comes in, he calls me in and he just asks me a couple questions. And look, he definitely had this like hippy dippy vibe to him. But you could tell was really in tune with his energies, really knew what he was doing. So set the stage for us. What kind of place was this? Was it like a chiropractor's office, a doctor's office, massage parlor? I mean, that's the thing. This looked like a house that had been renovated to have. There was a little gym off to the left because I'd imagine some of that's more the physical therapy type stuff. And then there was just just like one room and a little bathroom around the corner. So that's what I mean. That even made me more skeptical. Like, okay, like how legit can this be? But just, you know, relaxing, music playing. You've got the crystals everywhere, right? The typical stuff, little quotes. We're really into crystals, guys. Yeah, not meth. Crystals. Not meth. Energy crystals. The first thing this guy says to me is like, I'm all about spirit, mind, and body. Now, Springfield College, where I went to school, the motto, it was a triangle, and it said spirit, mind, and body. Yeah. That's a sign from the universe, if I ever heard one. Spirit, mind, and body. And then he starts talking about how excited I am. And I don't know if you knew this. He's like... You know, not only is it or are we about to be in a new year, we're about to be in a new decade. That's right. But he was just like, wow, like I'm so excited the universe is bringing us together during this really pivotal time, right? Oh. And he believes people are brought together. And look, I, you know, I believe some of that extent. So I'll tell you the first thing he does, though. He has me take one of my arms and stretch it across my body and hold it as tight as I can. And he digs his shoulders down those muscles right near your shoulder blade to the point where I was in excruciating pain. But when he released, I felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I mean, it hurt like, and so I'm laughing. Then he says, hey, just to give you a warning, a lot of people cry or pass out. Now, now, now let's go back. He's already begun. Yeah. He's going to give you the warning. Or let's go back to Jordan and all the members of her family I talked to and not one of them. Mentioned how much this could hurt. That's true, friend. Right? They, they just knew maybe I'd push out. I said, Sir, I'm an athlete. <laughs> and then I said, Never mind. I'm sure you don't like to be called Sir. And as you can see, I was an athlete. <laughs> 
but it just reminded oh me God. of back in the day being like hardcore stretched out or like, you know, you, you push through the pain. Yeah, pain doesn't hurt. What? What do you mean pain? What do you mean it's too hot to play in a black yeah. uniform? What are you talking about? Yeah. No, fast forward to when you have an office job. It's hot as hell walking to your car. Yeah. Or apparently sitting in your chair causes more pain than any of the shit we oh, used to discuss. Oh, so true. So, so anyways, I immediately was kind of this like believer just because of my one shoulder. So he goes through that. And then he, he tells me to get on my stomach. And I didn't even have to tell him what was up my back. He could feel it. And he just said, your whole right side is a mess. And he said, your left side is your defense and your right side is your offense. Hmm. And you have been defensive for almost a decade. He starts pushing around. Again, it hurts like a bitch. Gets into my hamstrings, digs into my uh, hip flexor in a very invasive yet please keep going way. (laughs) Those always hurt. The best, though. Like, it hurts so good. Oh, God, yes. So, and this whole time, he's got this spiritual energy, and he told me about five times, this is the one thing that stood out, he said, you have such great energy, and your body's essentially been holding it captive. He kept saying, you're ready for your knockout punch. Oh. I like that, right? With your offensive side? Well, now, right, like, now that your energy, whatever. Anyways, I'll kind of wrap this up, because I don't want to bore you with all the details. I stood up, and I felt like a new person. My life physically, emotionally, and mentally, like really had changed. I was walking differently. I mean, I was finally using every aspect of my body that I apparently hadn't been doing in 10 years. I had the first really great night of sleep because when you have back problems, you're constantly trying Mm -hmm. to move around, get comfortable, whatever. I'm telling you, it changed my freaking life. That's awesome. And then he wouldn't even let me pay him. What? It was supposed to be 85 bucks and he just said, no, like, I just feel this energy. I don't want to like get it out of whack. And I'm looking at Jordan going, come on, like, can I at least leave him a tip? She's like, no, you're going to offend him. This guy changed my life and I can't even pay. So now it's like, do I send him a thank you card? I mean, I've already got about- send him more business. Well, that's what it is. I already have about 30 people who want to just fly to Arizona to experience this because they know how much pain I've been in. And they know I'm a legit person where I wouldn't be talking like this if this wasn't life-changing. So spiritual Joe- Literally last year in kickball, Lisa hurt her back and one of our friends brought her home. I came over right after. Postmates had just delivered the food though. Lisa was on her back on the floor and couldn't move, could not move. So that's awesome. And now she's running great. She's going to sign herself up for a half marathon here soon. (laughs) (laughs) We are taking bets to see if the masseuse can feel the difference in her back and see how many muscles are tightened. And if you've ever had a long-term injury or illness, you know what it's like to constantly be in pain day after day. It really does put a downer on your life. And so this is excellent news. And it's huge to see Lisa talking like this, like so definitively about someone. You know what? This makes me want to like double down on this like spiritual stuff. Do it. There are other spiritual healers that are less about the physical, at right? Like the uh, reading the energies with the sage. Reiki. Reiki. Yep. This makes me question anything that I've been questioning, as interesting as that sounds. Oh, I like that idea, though. Anything I've been skeptical about. Question everything. Why not? Oh, now we're going to digress for a minute. There are a lot of things that we should be skeptical about, but... There are also crazy things that work. Isn't the algorithm or the way in which you weigh it, shouldn't it be like, what's the worst that could happen? If there's no real downside, why would you not try it? 
I'll try anything once. Asterisk. Asterisk. Maybe two asterisks. But but look, I think what's really important too is when you do find something that has impacted your life mm -hmm. significantly, that you spread that knowledge. Absolutely. I wouldn't have done this if Jordan wasn't so adamant that this would be life-changing. I think I have some credibility where if I'm going to go to someone and say this is life-changing, they're probably going to try it. Right. And so I think it's really important when you go explore these new things to tell people, like, all we do sometimes is share bad experiences or negative ones and convince people the things not to do. Nope. Like, should we not be convincing people of the things they should 100 do? 100% we should be advocating for positive experiences for other people in all walks of life. If something positive happened to you, Go brag about it. Go tell them like, hey, hey, you got to try this new restaurant because that's yeah. something that we do every day. Do we all go to a shaman and get our body changed forever? No, maybe not. But we all have something positive that we can share with other people. Yeah. I also think maybe that was what the founders of Yelp had in mind now thinking of <laughs> it. I think Yelp's compromised. Yelp is definitely compromised. But that's why I think it's so important to have like your circle of people you trust and this networking group that can steer you in the right direction. The circle of trust. We know about it. How did Jordan find this person to begin with? You know, I don't know. But the fact that every member of her family has been going to him for over a decade. Was he one of the grandma's husbands? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Actually, what she did say, and I don't know too much about it, but his daughter was sick, you know, years mm. ago. And nobody could cure her. So he, I forgot what he was doing at the time, but he put it all aside and he immersed himself in this world. And through his studies and research, he cured his daughter. Right. It's powerful, man. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of powerful stuff out there. How about the oldest medicine is Eastern medicine? They've been curing all sorts of things for 2,000 years. Well, 100%. And this goes back to our pharma BS yep. system now. It's, in some cases, it, is it easier to probably take a pill? Sure, but if it could be solved with working out for an hour a day, which people now aren't doing because they can just pop a pill. And we have to work 10 hours a day. The societal structure is definitely not helping. But like weed, you know what I mean? Like all these things, mm -hmm. like I swear, and it probably won't be in our lifetime, but they're going to look back and be like, what clowns? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like these clowns were taking these chemicals that were ridiculously mm -hmm. overpriced and all they had to do was X. You know, when I was in high school, I think I was a junior in high school and my grandfather got diagnosed with cancer. This was just before Thanksgiving. They told him he would be dead by Christmas. That's the news we got. And he went and he got three different opinions from doctors and they were like, yes, this is terminal. This is very far gone. So he quit every one of his doctors and he went to a Chinese herbalist. And he started drinking tea. They made him this special concoction every week. He started getting acupuncture and seeing Chinese medicine. And he lived for 10 more years. Wow. 10 more years. And Did he get a Chinese tattoo or anything on him? Oh, probably. As a sign of respect? He spoke so highly of them. And I went for a couple things. I went for like asthma and different, different things after he had started seeing this doctor, and I think it helped. We get lost in this idea that Western medicine is the only way. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. You kind of look and you're like, I'm way too educated to think that something like this would work. However, open up your mind. 
I mean, just because it doesn't seem like it would realistically make sense from all the science we know and mm-hmm. all the fundamentals we know, we've been fed a bunch of Western bullshit since we were kids. Oh, yeah. So like, what do we know? So there's this line in Harry Potter where... No. <laughs> Bear with me. Bear with me. There's Nerd. this there's this line in Harry Potter where it's either Harry or Hermione, don't hate me guys, it's been a minute, is talking about going to the doctor and getting stitches. And Molly Weasley is like, "What? You guys sew your skin together? <laughs> you think that's a good idea? You sew your skin back together and just hope it works out." Yeah. But when I read that in high school, for the first time, I was like, oh my God, there has definitely got to be a better way than, yeah, like we just sew our skin together and like that's what we think works. And so there definitely are right. other ways to do it. But it just seems so interesting that we've been cutting people open for thousands of years and our best way to put that skin back together is to sew it or yeah. now to glue it or tape it also are options. Staple had that before. But we just get used to these ideas of what we should and shouldn't do. Right. And we forget to try new things. So right. back to trying anything right. once. Look, I think it's great. I would recommend anybody, if they don't try this, I would challenge you to try something that you've prior thought was kind of a joke or that you were skeptical about. Why not? Give it a shot. And if you still think it's a joke after it, Okay, but you've got to go in with an open mind and you've got to at least be prepared to, you know, let it in in some capacity or of course it's going to be a joke. And be adventurous. Like, don't let things get you down. Don't be nervous about anything that's not huge because like Lisa said, what's the worst thing that can happen? When I watch movies in the movie theater, I like to get jalapenos with my popcorn and right yeah, you're all making the same face Lisa is. It sounds weird. That's the same face I made when I first heard about it. I love it. And so I was just at the movies recently and to my friend, I'm like, hey, try this. And she tries it. She goes, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay, well, it's going to be a while before I try something like that again. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fair. But also like so perfect. That's a perfect attitude. It wasn't like, ew, this is nasty or this isn't for me. It's like- Okay, like right. Thanks. I'm more wondering. Do you, is it like a baggie? You sneak in? No, in no, your no. Pants? They have jalapeno. Yeah, sneak the jalapenos directly into your underwear. like right next to your flask. Like I'm right. So they give you the tub of popcorn, but they have jalapenos like for their nachos or hot dogs and stuff. So you just ah. ask them for jalapenos, and you get a little plastic ramekin. Of right. jalapenos and you just like grab a jalapeno, grab a handful of popcorn. What's the ratio? Pop- popcorn to I jalapeno. I do one jalapeno per like handful of popcorn, but you right. do what you want, guys. You do what you want. And what I also like to do is dump the leftover jalapeno juice onto my popcorn and eat that. It's like a spicy popcorn. So if yeah. spice is anything that you like, do it. And you know what? That just made me think, Katie, like I'm going to take, we were talking a little bit this morning about Katie's nephew. And anyways, it just made me think like, some of your willingness to try new things starts from how you were raised, right? One thousand percent. When your parents try to get you to try something and if you throw a fit about it and they just allow you to do that, you're going to be less open to trying new things as you grow. Now, you could miss out on some of the best things in life. If all you let your kids eat are chicken nuggets because they cry if they don't get chicken nuggets... You're ingraining in them from the time they're two years old that you don't have to push yourself outside your comfort zone. Yeah. You don't need to try new things. 
Just whine about it loud enough and you can keep your status quo. Right. And I get it's the path of least resistance, let's say. Oh, yeah. At the time. And look, I don't have kids, so who am I to judge? But just think about their long term. You're not doing them any favors. No. Okay, so if you are around someone who's not used to trying things, it's a very different dynamic. It's very interesting to talk to people. I'm someone who likes to order new things off of the menu, like within reason, based on whoever like whatever restaurant we're in. And one of my friends just would get a cheeseburger every time. And he asked me, why do I get something new every time? I'm like, well, I want to get what sounds good. And he says, yes, so do I. I want a cheeseburger. Like, I know a cheeseburger sounds good. And so he was very content in that. But his boundaries were also so close. Just in his general life, he really has not traveled yeah, very much. It's not about He's the cheeseburger. Not <laughs> gone out anywhere. It's it's like no, this is my one idea of life, and I'm very content. And so, if that's all you want to do, if you just want to be content in your life, then that's great. I want to have a great life. I want to have an awesome life. I want to have ups and downs, and maybe less downs. But I don't want to just be a flatliner. That sounds boring. And so, that's my perspective. I love going out and trying new things, and There are definitely some cuisines that I want a guide. Like I never had Indian food until about three years ago when one of the engineers at work took us to this Indian buffet. It was so good. And now I love it. You do not know what you're missing out on until you go do it. Right. I get it. Find what you like and, you know, roll with it. But at the end of the day, how do you know you're living life to your fullest or you're the happiest you could be or the most uh, satisfied in what you're eating if you haven't tried these other things? That's I'll never be satisfied. I think going to some sort of like buffet or going out, my twin sister and I would always do half seas. Like she'd dry dish, I'd try dish. That way at least you're hedging your bets. Yes, love that. Oh, and have you ever been at a dinner where you like someone else's better and you guys just switch plates? Yeah, they get mad because I don't ask. I just kind of take, I say you, <laughs> my thing is you win. I always tell if I'm at a, you know, four plus people, even at work, if someone looks better than mine, I'm like, yep, you win. But then the next time I go there, mm-hmm. I remember and I try it out. And look, it's backfired just as many times where I try something new and I don't like it, but that doesn't stop me. The very worst thing that's going to happen to you if you try a new type of food is you don't like it. At most, at most, you throw up. Done. Great. So what? At the best, you've now just experienced right. an entire new culture right. all in your mouth. And that's like full circle what I was saying before. Don't you make these decisions based on what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I think that's typically our outlook is, well, I don't want to do that because what if negative, 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 negative. How about what if positive, 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 positive? Right. And like, I get it. Like most of the things I listed off that I wouldn't do, the worst that could happen is I could die. But sometimes. But that's why it's their, they're the asterisk column. Well, right. But also the people who do go do those things, what an adrenaline rush. Oh, yeah. Like I'm doing something where I know I could die, but I'm going to fucking do it anyways. And I love it. What a rush. And also more people die from getting hit by lightning or driving in a car than half of this adrenaline junkie, mm-hmm. you know, try new thing stuff anyways. So it's just reframing your mind, really. Well, and the adrenaline junkies know how to do it in a safe way. There's all sorts of safe equipment and stuff. They're probably not going to die. You're more likely to just get lost on a trail in Yosemite and die. Yeah. Regular person Person trail because you don't know what you're doing. Right. I went to church. Did I tell you that? Oh, how was that? I went, I went to, I haven't been to church in a decade. 
Uh, it was cool. It basically was like a uh, Christmas music rock concert, which like, folks, I listen to Christmas music 365 and, uh, my friends made the mistake of helping me set up an Alexa. I use it for <laughs> nothing else other than Alexa, play holiday music. I knew that bitch was going to go on. It gets a little creepy. What song is she going to play for us? Well, you guys can't hear it, but Alexa, volume seven. How high do you think it goes? A hundred. <laughs> Does it go to a hundred? My Google goes to a hundred. Anyways, you guys get the point. I'm driving everybody nuts. Alexa, off. First world problems. My Welcome new, to being a millennial. My new best friend, Alexa. Anyways, it was really cool. It was like basically a Christmas rock concert. And, uh, you know, there was a sermon or whatever, the non-denominational. Good Lord. It's a mass? Non-denominational. It's tough one. She can speak. Yeah. 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 It's technically a mat, right? Like it was yeah. obviously some sort of Christianity. Catholic, Christian. Okay. Anyways, I thought it was quite nice. Well, if it's a Christmas rock concert. Yeah, true. I'd probably have to go to some in like March and see if I still like them. I also went to Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Does that count as church? Uh, it was pretty similar. Yeah, but no. Well, that's some kick-ass music there in Phoenix. It was nice. Anyways, so I'm another thing I'm more open. I haven't been to church in 10 years. Like everyone else, I felt like I was kind of forced to go as a kid. Was just bored and never really grasped onto it. Although I think I was raised, I think. I was confirmed. So does that mean I was Catholic? Confirmed. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> so anyways, you know, I don't think the, the Catholic churches were very fun, to say the least. But uh, some of them are pretty fun these days. And I'm gay. They and for a while, you. I didn't know if I could go. Right? And so this day and age, it's like, okay, confirmed that there are churches I can go to that accept me. Check. Check. You know, confirmed they're being a little more progressive and are actually pretty fun to go to. Check. Check. And lastly, from a social point, right, and this overlaps in our friend episode and our spiritual episode, it's a really great way to meet other well-minded people, I guess, for lack of a better term, right? Absolutely. So my grandfather's brother. Is his name Bill? Jim. James. He, his name is actually Uncle Father Jim. Because he's a priest. Ah. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, God rest his soul. He was welcomed into eternal life last February, and we buried him in the most beautiful cemetery I've ever seen because it was on the property of the Franciscan monks, of which he was a member. He was a priest there, a Capuchin. Wow. Capuchin priest. Capuchin order. Yeah, I would know more if I was, you know, if I kept going to church after I turned 13. Right. Same. Same. But it was the most beautiful mass I have ever seen. It was in the mission in Solving, where he was a priest for many years, and they had 12 priests up giving his burial mass, and it was beautiful. I definitely cried. And they bust in four busloads of people from Watts, California, and many of them my Uncle Father Jim had brought back to the church. And in the 60s, during the Watts riots, his church was the building in Watts not to be up in flames because of the amount of respect that people in the neighborhood had for him. Wow. Thanks for telling that story. because that reminded me of that. It was yeah. the most moving, moving, the most moving spiritual event that I've ever had. I was crying. I... Reconnected with a lot of my family members. This is on my dad's side of the family, and most of them live in Southern California, whereas we're in L.A. So I've met them, 
And since I haven't seen them in many years, several people thought that I was my mother, which was endearing. It was nice, but it was also like- Or offensive because she's 30 something years older than you. That's true. You look great, man. I'll thank you. I don't don't know. Apparently my mom looks better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then right after the funeral mass and and the family dinner and everything, we go out, some of the uncles and I and my sister, and we're hanging out around the fire pit. And this guy, one of my dad's cousins, still honestly don't know his name, sits right next to me, hands me. I bet it's Bill. Probably. Sits right next to me, hands me a beer. Turns to me in all seriousness, dead ass. So, you're the gay one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I do not know you, kind sir. You should have said, no, that's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a miss, dude. You really could have played this one way better. Fuck, you're so right. Ugh. So right. I was just dumbfounded, like, the gall. And then he goes on very quickly to be like, how was it growing up in this family? Like, sir. Do you have time? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need a pitcher. We're going to need another round. And like maybe someone should order some Chinese food in yeah. a couple hours. Because I got things to say. Oh, they know though. They know. Oh my gosh. I loved that mass though too. But this would mean let's try to find a place around here that we enjoy. Okay. At least try it out. It's not going to kill me, right? Again, what's I'll the worst that can work. I'll try yeah, anything it once. Won't. It won't kill me. And really, here's the thing. You don't even need to get dressed up these days. That's the best part. No, we should be respectful. Well, I'm not going to wear, like, my king's onesie, but, okay, like, <laughs> you can wear jeans and, like, a polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. And, like, a I love God t-shirt or something. <laughs> Jesus or bust. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gay. Okay, okay. We'll be, we'll be respectful. Jesus, remember that time you made me gay? Try new stuff, folks. It's a great message, especially going into a new year, a new decade. You know, make a list of three things and hold yourself accountable to doing it. You're welcome. And your new things can be in a lot of different aspects. Go somewhere new. Travel to a new city you haven't been or a state or a country, depending on your budget. Go talk to someone new who maybe is someone that is not typically would have been in your friend group. Go talk to them. Go find out what their life is like and what issues they're facing. Go try and understand someone at work and understand the pressures that they are under. If you're a coworker or maybe just a family member who has a different type of job, go out and experience new things. That's how you grow. That's how you can become this great adult that really society needs and you deserve to be. You deserve to be a great adult if you're putting effort into it, into yourself and growing and experiencing new things. And then the best part is you can be an agent of change and influence your loved ones or those people close to you to then go do similar things. And imagine how much love and respect they'd have for you if you push them to then become their best selves, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you're an influential person, Use it for good. Yes. With great power comes great responsibility. And it's your responsibility to go share this with the world. Right. And also, even if you don't think it's your responsibility, why are you being stingy? Right? Like, Don't deliberately keep good information from other people. Right. I was looking up things to do in the Bay Area the other day, and it told me something in Santa Cruz three hours further than the Bay Area, my sister lives down there. I sent it to her like, hey, look at this awesome thing. It's only 20 bucks and it's on Sunday. Right. Go do it. Right. 
great. Share the good news. Like, hey, I thought of you. Hey, this you'd really you'd like really this. like this. And right. you have no idea how much your friends, family, whoever you send that to appreciates that stuff. Let them know you're thinking of each other because you guys, we are all thinking about other people a lot of the time. And it's okay to say that it's we should be looking out for other people. Spread your joy, spread your happiness. Right. And don't wait for them to ask. Like a lot of people just don't know what to ask for or they don't like to ask for help, if you will. Oh, yeah. It's not necessarily like they need help. But again, if you could be a better person than you currently are today, some people just don't know, right? But like, don't wait for them to ask you, hey, do you have any good ideas? Just proactively go tell people, hey, I think it'd be really cool if you tried this or hey, let's go try this together or together. I tried this really cool new thing like you should try something cool or new or this or that. I would kill to have somebody offering, you know, those things in my life. And back to our friends episode from a few weeks ago, there's nothing more valuable than a friend that can make you a better person. 100%. If your friends aren't making you a better person, reevaluate your friends. Come talk to us. We'll help you. Okay, Lisa, what is something that you would try but you haven't yet? What is something you're looking mm. forward to trying but you still haven't done it yet? Gosh, I mean, that's a great question. For one, traveling internationally in a bigger capacity. I also really want to push myself out of my comfort zone and do it by myself, which okay. terrifies everybody, folks, because I have no sense of direction, <laughs> no real street skills. I'm more of like a book smart type person. Actually, I wouldn't even give myself that. I'm just good at a couple key You're things. You're just not used to traveling. It takes a minute. Right. But I think fully pushing myself, you know, out of that comfort zone and doing that. And then, you know, I was thinking of picking up a different hobby and who knows if I'll ever actually do it, but learning the guitar, playing the piano. I don't. Starting a podcast. Yeah. There we go. Check. <laughs> Check. Yeah. You know, yes. um, and I'm going to double down on the spirituality stuff. You know, I've gotten my palm read before in the cards and, you know, I don't know, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch and you kind of take out of that what you need, but I'm on board with this spirituality stuff and maybe I can even study it to some extent where I can have that medicinal impact on people. Oh, wow. You know, now you're really talking. Now we're really talking. That is, that's intense. You know what I mean? Like if I could then solve for what I've, the void that's been in my life for 10 years with some people around here that I really care about. Oh, absolutely. And that would be so fulfilling. And you, you know? I think you definitely can do it. I think I could almost replicate everything he did to me. You want to try? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Have another mimosa before you answer that question. <laughs> we'll do that between takes and I'll come I'm being dead at I at least think I, I can do a couple are, of them. I know you are, and I'm like saying yes because of that it. shoulder blade muscle. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, I'm already going to physical therapy. I think that would I mean, in this case, the worst that could happen is I could like seriously paralyze you. Do it on my left arm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's the mentality we're looking for. Okay, so one of the things that I would like to do, and I've wanted to do it for a long time, is ride in a hot air balloon and or do parasailing somewhere, but parasailing like over somewhere cool, not, I don't know. Yeah. We, we have, you can jump out of a plane here in Lodi, yeah. California, which you guys, it's gross. And literally someone just got landed on the freeway and got run over. So we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do hot air balloon or parasailing, perhaps in a new country. And my challenge to you right now, over my empty glass of mimosa, is that we need to do these things before the end of 2020. A year. Great. A one year. Yeah. You have to go out of the country. I have to get in a hot air balloon or a parasail. 
also we could do both two together. birds with one stone yeah. is what I'm thinking because I think our things yeah. fit perfectly together. You think they have really good regulation standards in other countries? Like I'm just afraid we're gonna go to some I third think world country other countries and that have- float off in the fucking sky. Well, <laughs> where there's gravity works around the world, though, still. <laughs> That's still But can you imagine, thing. like, a language barrier with this dude? Like, down! Down! <laughs> He's just like... So, I think other countries have better safety regulations fair. than we do. So, we will go find somewhere that has an English speaker, is in a different country... And has yeah. a hot air balloon or parasailing that we can do. And we'll live podcast our experience. Hell yeah, we will. Maybe we'll choose one lucky fan to come with us. Oh my gosh, that would be excellent. DM us. Okay, everyone. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to our episode on You Need to Try Things at Least Once. And we will have more stories like this because I guarantee you our other friends have epic stories about things they've tried once and have either gone great or like maybe not so great. Okay, thank you very much. See you next time. We've laughed, we've cried, we've given our advice, we've given advice, now go forth and live with pride, yeah, live with pride, yeah, oh, oh, to